Welcome to the MS Dev Show, episode number 194. This is an episode in our special series recorded live from the Podcast Central at Build. We bring you the best guests for some of the best announcements. Raygun gives you complete visibility on errors, crashes, and performance problems affecting your end users. Replicate issues in seconds rather than digging through log files or having to rely on users to report errors or crashes. Raygun gives you a window into how users are really experiencing your software applications. Check it out today at raygun.com. Now we're sitting down with Jordan Matheson, Program Manager for Visual Studio for Mac. How's it going? Going great. Having a good build so far. How you guys yeah, doing? Yeah, we just, we just love build. It's, it's always such a good time. <laughs> yeah, and it's what, uh, towards the end of the first day? Yep. So We're still alive. We're still alive. <laughs> yeah, met some awesome people. Absolutely. And Absolutely. It, it, it's amazing. We've had a few listeners come up to us now already, and uh, some of them have won. Uh, I guess we'll stop keeping it a secret now. The yep. epic swag is uh, we've had embroidered uh, zippered hoodies made. Yes, very expensive. Very expensive. Very classy. But, uh, you know, like we always say, you know, we do have sponsorship, but we don't take any of that sponsorship for personal gain. We put it right back into the podcast, and most of that means back to you guys. Yeah, other than the, uh, you know, the money that I extort under the under the table. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we do. I mean, like we spend pretty much all the money goes into swag, swag and hardware. So it's awesome being able to give that out to uh, to people, though. So it's super exciting. Uh, so let's just jump in and start talking about Visual Studio for Mac because it is it is a really cool product and I know like uh, when did it, when was it first announced was that two years ago was that three years ago yeah it was actually just one year ago at build it was one yeah. it was only one year because I know last year uh, we talked to uh, of course I'm I, I'm drawing a blank right now um, yeah. Hill. Joseph. Joseph Hill. Yeah. Ah. Uh, we talked to him last year about the initial thing. So I'm sure quite a few things have changed in, in, in a year's time. So, you know, what, what's the kind of current state of that right now? Yeah. So just today we put out a new release. It's our version 7.5 um, that really focuses on a lot of top requests we've had from customers in big areas of uh, like improving the ASP.NET core experience a whole bunch. So that would be around working with um, the Razor text editor. JavaScript and TypeScript initial bit of support in the product. Uh, editor config as a new feature to help with code formatting rules. And then we get into uh, kind of furthering our Azure function support. So last year we previewed it at build, mm-hmm. and now we've got um, it built into the product. So you have Azure functions on top of the .NET Core SDK with some templates in the product. So it, if I'm paying attention correctly, uh, like with the, with the Razor syntax stuff, um, that's coming from like Roslyn, right? Right, yeah. So we've got our... C-Sharp editing experience is really powered by Roslyn behind the scenes. And that's the exact same stuff that's in regular Visual Studio and everywhere else that we're using um, Razor then, right? Yeah, for, for a base level of, say, the uh, Roslyn support, so stuff from mm-hmm. Roslyn where you get um, certain quick fixes and the colorization mm-hmm. support in the IDE, the information that backs that behind the scenes is the same um, when you base off of Roslyn like we've done. And then Razor, we're able to use a lot of the exact same editor. That goes to the level of how the mm-hmm. um, IntelliSense behaves and all of this that is reused from VS. So we're able to do a lot of okay. code reuse there between the two. So it, it's not just like having a basic editor. It's you get the full feature, you know, like all the cool things like in, IntelliSense and, and that stuff. I mean, there really is no difference at that point between the two versions of Visual Studio. 
Yeah, I mean, you will definitely get some differences. There are some things that yeah. vary in the implementation details we've got. So, might have but some where it makes sense. like s- snippets, and some of those things could differ. But pretty much where it makes sense when you've got an IntelliSense experience, that's what you're used to ex- to seeing the types of recommendations mm-hmm. you get. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, I really like that they're sharing code. I assume that over time they're going to share more and more code, right? So they'll be more and more at parity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of so, a cool thing we're able to do. Yeah. So we're sort of talking about like what what's what's the same and like what's different. So you know you talked about some of the things that were that were the same. Like what what are some of the key things that are like still missing in VS for Mac? Well, a big difference. So if you look uh, with VS for Mac, and it's it's common we'll hear about you know wanting a favorite feature. Or so from yeah. VS on Windows, and from one view, you know VS for Windows has been around for so long and there's so much... There's a lot of features. I mean, so many teams that contribute into it down to the practical yeah. level that we can't reasonably hit parity on everything. Yeah. So what we do is look right now focusing on like .NET experiences, .NET Core mainly, web, mobile, cloud development. We've got Unity in the IDE. And so those guide the stuff we work on. So it's really we're focusing a lot on improving the web developer stuff with ASP.NET Core, yep. continuing our great mobile support with Xamarin that we've got, and focusing on feature parity you could say or at least the biggest productivity enhancements the the things yep. that people really you know help you get work done it's kind of the the challenge to figure out well what are the things that really help a, help you out building out tools and how yeah. we prioritize all of those so it's good and it just keeps getting better too i mean i used it uh i think i used it when it first came out and um you know there were clearly some some things that were missing, like I could tell, just tell when I was typing, like for, as far as IntelliSense, and then just a, a few months later, like I was amazed at how at just the velocity and how quickly it did improve. Oh, good. And um, and and just the ability. I even brought in some old like ASP.NET sites to to do some work on that, and I was actually pretty impressed at you know how well I could actually work in there, uh, because my first. You know, my, my, at first I was like, oh, I'm going to bring this in the VS code, but you know, VS code is, is obviously, you know, basic for, for certain things, especially in the, in the .NET world. And then, like I said, I brought it into, uh, uh, visual studio, full visual studio. And I was kind of pleasantly surprised. So I guess I would, you know, anybody who is kind of thinking about, um, you know, they're, they're, they're working on an application that they already have. And now they're working on a Mac. Like I would take a look at it, like see if it, if it fits your needs. So. Yeah. Um, not really a question there, but I just wanted to <laughs> kind of point out my experience. I thought it was great. I mean, I think it's, I think it's, it's, uh, surprisingly good for how little time it actually has been out. So that, that's awesome. been great. Um, but I think what we should do too is we should walk through. I know you had, you, um, you had a, there was a blog post that had, you know, a specific walkthrough of all the different features around there. So I think we should really dive into those. Um, the first one you were talking about uh, full razor editor support. It's funny because like you had, <laughs> there's like two sentences in here, but there's actually a lot of stuff in here. Um, first sentence was, you know, ASP.NET Core developers now full razor editor support. But then you also said in, in a second sentence, we've also introduced uh, JavaScript and TypeScript support. And I think in the post too, I mean, you mentioned it's like the same engine from, from regular visual studio, right? So, I mean, it's like the same experience that you'd get over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's that the, the, the editing support itself, yeah, is the same, like I was saying, kind of for that base editor, yeah. JavaScript and TypeScript and then Razor were able to leverage um, where those build on top of, say, uh, Roslyn, and Roslyn's got some, we'd call like editor host APIs, things that abstract a layer of the platform-specific stuff like VS on Windows would use, mm-hmm. and that allowed us to bring over whole bits of that code that is used to power those same uh, language services, we call them, yeah. or the editors over in VS on Windows and be able to use those over on VS on uh, Mac. Yeah, that's very cool. That's very cool. 
Yeah, the the next thing I think is, you know, one of the main reasons why people really like using like Visual Studio for Mac is like you can just natively, you know, compile and debug f- with the Mac. Um, I see that there's some like Wi-Fi support for debugging uh, what's uh, TVOS and iOS. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, that would be uh, so traditionally you'd have to say yeah. plug your mobile phone in. Mm-hmm. You know, USB port, and then you could run over that. Now we've got the ability for you to be able to um, like remotely deploy your app over onto the device, you know, via yeah. Wi-Fi, and debug that way without having to have so much of a tethered connection up yeah. to the device. I have actually used that. I use that. Uh, I actually use it through Xcode, so I know what the. I assume it's a, a similar experience, right? Like I just hit F5, and my phone was just sitting on the, my desk next to it. It deployed the application and launched it, and did all that kind of stuff. Is it the same as that feature? Yeah, okay. pretty much. Yeah, well, it's a good feature. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Um, and then you, um, you mentioned here, too, also the uh, the Android SDK manager being built in. You want to talk about that one? Yeah, so um, the Android SDK, so it's been a, a change for a little while where there used to be more of the SDK manager tools for picking the level of framework SDK you're supporting and yeah. different things, setting those up locally, as well as a device manager for managing your emulators. Um, those are now some uh, inbuilt experiences in the IDE. So the tools themselves were kind of coming out of the Android SDK and you'd have to use another tool like Android Android Studio has them built in. So now we've got the same with an SDK manager in VS for Mac. Mm-hmm. So that helps you save you a, a trip to some other tool to be able to set those things up. And then um, more of a preview right now of the device manager, getting those bits of functionality into the IDE to help you out with your emulator configuration and setting up different emulators for whatever your project may need. Okay, very cool. Um, there's also something about uh, Xamarin Forms. Uh, what's new in there for people who are Xamarin Form developers? Yeah, and to be clear, I don't go too deep on that one, so I'll say yeah. the bit I know on it too. But um, <laughs> but XAML development itself, especially, mm-hmm. is you know a very very popular scenario for a customer. So Xamarin mm-hmm. Forms being the way you go about building these mobile apps using XAML, and so there have been a continuing flow of changes we've been making on the XAML IntelliSense, making it a lot more comfortable to work with that in the IDE. So there's a number of, just a variety of changes in there um, to improve that experience. Mm -hmm. And then also another big one was .NET Standard and having formal support in the IDE as a way of using that for code sharing. So like Mm -hmm. the cross-platform app templates we've got using Xamarin Forms has an option now to use .NET Standard, and it's a so when you do like system. the the file new project, and you get like those out of the box templates from whichever one you pick. Now they'll they'll be set up and ready for that. So not only is it ready for .NET Standard, but if there's anything that's different, you can use that as an example of well, hey, this is the kind of like small change I need to do here in order to uh, yeah. develop for that. Yep, exactly. Very cool. Very cool. And then uh, you had mentioned this a little bit earlier. Uh, you were talking about Azure Function support, and I love Azure Functions. Um, so it says that you have um, it, you can use .NET Core in there. I'm not what, so. What exactly? I know you you guys had announced the preview for Azure Functions. Mm-hmm. So like, what is the current state? What can you do, and what can't you do with Azure Functions on? In yeah, so with Azure Functions support in VS for Mac, you've got the ability to create a new Azure Functions project mm-hmm. that will run on top of the .NET Core SDK version of the Azure Functions SDK, and then that gives you the ability to write the app and build it up locally like you'd expect, but then you can locally debug as well. 
Oh, and, that's uh, okay. Great, great. So that having the debugging support locally okay. is um, can you, a nice feature. And yeah, then, can you also write them in JavaScript, or is it only .NET Core? .NET Core is our focus right now. Okay, yeah. but you can always... So if you want to do JavaScript, you can always jump into the command line, obviously, for that. Right. Okay. Raygun provides full-stack error, crash, and performance monitoring for tech teams. Whether you're a software engineer looking to diagnose and resolve issues with greater speed and accuracy, a product manager drowning in bug reports, or you're just concerned you're losing customers to poor quality online experiences, Raygun can provide you with the answers. Get full-stack error and performance monitoring in one place. The next time you're struggling to replicate errors and performance issues in your code base, think Raygun. Head over to raygun.com. Get up and running within minutes and dramatically improve the online experiences of your users. And then also in this release, a nice big change was adding templates. So, And I love templates because they're one of those things that sometimes you take for granted, but they can save you so much in getting up yeah. and running. So we've got a, you know, you right-click on your project and you can add a new Azure function template now. And it uses the same templates that you get over in VS on Windows. And so you get a number of templates for common triggers like the Q oh, trigger yeah, like H- with a bit of a wizard yep. interface to enter the different... Uh, kind of common properties you'd use and helps a whole lot more in getting started. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I would think anybody who wants to get started with functions who is using BS for Mac, like, I mean, that's, that's pretty, it's pretty easy now to get started with that. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And then, um, it it also mentions in the blog post that you're using the, uh, updated the .NET core to 2.1 and C sharp to 7.2. And, my 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 main question is, I mean, it's great that you're that those get updated, but is 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 there any appreciable difference between how how much after those get released and VS for Mac uh, adopts those? Uh, is it a little bit slower than uh, regular Visual Studio, or is it is it about kind of uh, on pace with being updated as as quickly as the other editors? Yeah, we can be a little out of sync at times. Mm. Like it's taken us a little while to bring in uh, C sharp seven point one, I think it was, for example. So sometimes there's a little bit of a delay, but our our goal is to get pretty much around the same time having a level of support of those. Yeah, so I, I, this I, time I, we focused on um, like .NET Core two point one, um, the release candidate, yeah. release, cl- release candidate build in there, having the the support in this release. We didn't have so much say in a previous release, like even a preview. We just focused on seven point five. Let's make that our real preview release and focus there. And I can imagine that makes a big difference for teams that are doing mixed development. They might be checking in from both uh, Macs and on Windows-based PCs, and having that support being a little bit more synchronized really helps them stay in touch. Right, yeah. So that'd be a, a, that is exactly a really good reason. That's One of our goals is to aim for that more and mm-hmm. more, kind of get them in sync. Yeah. I was just searching for this, but you guys don't happen to know what's new in C-sharp 7.2, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I was just curious. I didn't realize we were even on that. I saw Mads walking around. I should have asked him, right? So I was just looking. The in modifier on parameters, ref read only. So it looks like there's some some minor uh, things in there. But uh, but anyway, I was just curious about that. There's just a couple couple features in there. Uh, But anyway... Um, this dot editor config, I'm actually not even familiar with this file. What is, what does this file do? Yeah. And this is, this is one that Miguel is actually a big fan of too. The, uh, so dot editor config, if you're familiar with visual studios long had the ability to set up your code formatting rules, yep. you know, for your IDE. So across right. projects you could have, you know, apply your settings. Yep. Then, um, what editor config will do is this is a file that is like a, a file format. You could say an industry standard for this file format that defines, uh, gives you a way to, well, industry Specify standard? Like, who, who, yeah. yeah, so whose standard is it? 
Um, off the top of my head, I'm just going to say community-wise. Oh, okay. You know, I, I, it's out didn't there. Didn't it start like, like along like the Atom Editor or something like that, or Sublime, like one of those? Oh, okay, like so, more so editor it's, based like it's a non-Microsoft thing. Yeah, and oh, that's cool. And then oh, yeah. I think VS Code was quick to support it, and like, I'll, I'll let you continue on with this. But I, once again, that's one of the things I really like using too. So yeah. Yeah, VS on Windows has support for it as well. And in VS for Mac, we've got that in this release. So the idea being you could put, say, specific code styling rules for this project. Say you're working on an open source project or yep. uh, develop the open source backend to VS for Mac. Mm-hmm. Somebody's working on that, we can specify a whole bunch of our code standing, code styling guidelines in an editor config. And anybody who get, you know clones a project locally and opens it up with the IDE, now it will start helping you just adhere to the project standards. Perfect. Which is going to be different than for maybe, you know, your own machine setup. Yeah, it makes more sense to have it be per project and not per user because per user is sort of anarchy. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's very cool. I think I've used it without even realizing it in uh, VS, VS Code. Um, it says a, a preview for uh, Team Foundation version control support. Um, this is just a mouthful. <laughs> well, is, it, is this basically so, VSTS integration VSTS? right in the IDE? Yeah, so this is uh, so Team Founder, Foundation Server and Visual Studio Team Services. Yeah. Team Foundation Server being our on-premise yep. solution, VSTS being our cloud-based solution. Both let you have Git or Team Foundation version control-based right. source control, or TFVC for Team Foundation version control. So what we've got now, this is a very, I mean, this is our top customer request from any venue I've been at, any discussions I've had with customers at Build last year is about having like Team Foundation server support. And really it comes down to that non-get back and the Team Foundation version control. So this is an early preview we've gotten of an extension that supports that experience for version control. This gives you, VS on Windows has Team Explorer. Um, You have a whole world of experiences there like opening a source control explorer and working with your project. This gives us that level of integration for those okay. TFVC so style you, projects. So do you get that same type of panel then that you get on Windows where it, it is like the team foundation? It's like the the team uh, panel that where you can see your project and all that. Yeah, kind of for thing? now, and that, I mean, that's a good question. That was a design concept we were thinking of. But for yeah. now, we don't have a need for the whole panel more. So okay. it's, um, it's really just the source layering control. in with the existing version control stuff okay. we have in the product. So I can connect to a server. And then I could go into a source control explorer and view the project, or I can, from my solution pad, we call them pads in VS on Mac, yeah. from my solution pad, I can go in and work with a file and um, commit it, do some source control actions like locking the file, those sorts of items all from just integrated in the solution pad. Okay. So we started with, and this is being a preview release, um, kind of that minimal set of like what really helps get people started to be able to connect to, say, their tfs server and get going yeah that makes sense i mean i think just people yeah people need to realize that there's there's a lot of things that are the same and there are some things that are different and some of the things that are different like you know there's there's just good reasons for the level of functionality that's implemented in there uh but it's great seeing you know just better and better integration over time so you know i I think if if your favorite feature isn't in there today i mean just wait right it sounds like (laughs) i mean it seems like there's there's good momentum here so that's great to hear yeah yeah we drive all of that off of customer feedback like it's a 100 percent around really that like the feedback we get from customers about yeah. where do we focus because we could put down a team goal of like parity with vs on windows and then we're going to be working on this project um and we could never hit parity because it's just so much to do so we really yeah. have to kind of pick and choose where we go there user voice is a big um, tool we use so in the ide you can go to the help menu and say provide a suggestion i think it is okay 
and uh, that's one really good forum for helping us figure out those big buckets of requests. Okay. Any upcoming features you can talk about that are on the roadmap? Yeah, with so our Azure function support, that's one we keep working to further and improve. So generally there are things like connecting with that with with Azure, that's going to be an area you'll see us investing some time to okay. finish that end of the workflow for functions. It's a, a goal of ours. Okay. So maybe like remote debugging with Azure or... Or it, the publishing is a big pu- one we're looking at currently. Piece. So hopefully that comes up before long. Okay, um, that makes sense. From a core uh, principles level of the IDE or a core set of things we're going to work on very clearly over the next uh, bit of time here is around, we'd say is like performance and reliability, improving how well the IDE performs for common scenarios and... Mm-hmm. And how reliable it is. You know, make sure we're not crashing a whole bunch or the experience is not as, or not so buggy. Yeah. So we've got a, we've got a backlog of requests and things from customers and the usual set of bugs that every now and then you got to make sure you sort of take your time and address those and work on those. We're doing a set of that in the uh, most immediate future. Okay. So that was, we put out today actually a a preview release of our 7.6 products. The 7.6 preview one went out and that's, in that build right now is more of those sorts of things. Performance improvements, general bug fixing, mm. hoping to get those out regularly, early and often to customers to try out yeah. these preview releases, help us see, you know, how's it working? What, it is interesting to have like performance and stability improvements in a preview. So does that mean the preview <laughs> is, is more performant and stable? <laughs> in theory, it could be sometimes. Right, yeah. right. But the, the, uh, the often tricky thing in some of that is, yeah. you know, as you, some of the performance improvements you might have to make like in the guts right, of the ID. So right. there could be some really nasty some side effects. Be experimental. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, we've had things like just get scary where you fix a crash and then suddenly razor editing uh, colorization just completely is gone. And oh. like, okay, now we got to <laughs> get that fixed before we can go on to RTW yep. and those sorts of okay. side effects happen. Okay. Joys of software, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, is there anything else that we forgot to mention or that you want to talk about today? Well, let's see. We touched on a lot of the web improvements. So ASP.NET Core, TypeScript, JavaScript, and Razor. The editor config kind of ties in there. Xamarin Forms has the iOS improvements and Android. Um, Xamarin Forms, the .NET standard, Azure functions, and then keeping up with .NET Core and C Sharp. And then our TF version control. Those are all pretty good. Okay. So I think the, the short version is, right, if you have a Mac and you want to use Visual Studio... Get Visual Studio for Mac because it keeps getting better and better, right? Oh, we definitely love it. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So uh, where can people find you? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter. I'm not one of the most active folks out there, but I stay out there. And um, (laughs) my Twitter handle is probably easiest to find uh, in the notes for the show, but it's at jmathiesen. So at J-M-A-T-T-H-I-E-S-E-N. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's probably the best spot to watch for me. Okay, perfect. And Carl, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Carl Schweitzer. And you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash ytechie. So Jordan, thank you so much for coming on here and talking to us about uh, VS for Mac. It's such a cool product, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for making time for me today. Even on a nice sunny day in Seattle, which we don't always get. This is just great. Which we're stuck inside. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 